This is Josh Briggs. Chances are, I don't like you. And this is the retrosexual Anthony Green, and you are listening to the Pro Wrestling Post Podcast. You're listening to the Pro Wrestling Post Podcast with your host, Mark Madison. This episode's guest is Josh Briggs and Anthony Green. Visit ProWrestlingPost.com for interviews, blogs, and upcoming events in your area. You can also find the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Anchor, or whatever podcast app you prefer. And now, here's your host, Mark Madison. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Pro Wrestling Post podcast. Um, This is a very special edition. We actually have not one, but two um, Massachusetts-based wrestlers, um, yep. and uh, very familiar to Pro Wrestling Post. This is kind of, it almost feels like a reunion, because oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we've connected um, a couple years ago, so kind of turn the clock back a little bit. Uh, when I had a chance to speak to Anthony Green, he was all good, and he was all great with, oh, uh, with, with yes. look at that. Wow. Um, like uh, that. There you go. And, uh, you know, uh, Mr. Briggs was... He still didn't like me then. He probably still doesn't like me now. You're all right now. <laughs> okay. Um, your lives, your careers have gone like exponentially further than than probably you had thought maybe at that point. Yeah, we're multi-millionaires. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, uh, one company, Evolve, has kind of uh, been part of your life right now. Yeah, and, of and course. You know, I mean, especially for him too. I mean, he had like a really big uh, WrestleMania weekend where he signed the contract uh, for the WWN family. But um, a little over a year ago, I debuted with Evolve. And I mean, it, that helped me exponentially, man. Like that set me through the roof as far as independent wrestling goes. Uh, oddly enough, both of our first official weekends with the company was the famous Midwest Loop where I got to experience the incredible fans right outside of Detroit. Yeah. Like, legit, probably one of the best crowds I've ever wrestled in. Yeah. So maybe for those that aren't as abreast to it, maybe you could bring them up to speed with what happened and, and how that loop took place or what happened specifically. Oh, yeah. So if we're going to go back real far, I grabbed a balloon. That kind of started it all for me, and then I was given the opportunity to wrestle for a contract. Uh, at the WWN Super Show Mercury Rising 2019, and I beat six other competitors in a seven-person uh, elimination <coughs> match. And then from there, I was offered the contract. I found out the first weekend I was going to be working with them was May. Uh, very lucky that I got to travel with my travel buddy, Josh Briggs, so we weren't alone on a flight. And uh, he kind of guided me through the first loop, and uh, we got to hang out with our buddy, Jake. Oh, Jake Clemens, uh, the ref. He's the best. Four, best ref ever. Four-hour ride with him, Lenny <laughs> Leonard. And, uh, yeah, it was just overall a, a great first experience for me. I'm sure it was for you last year. Yeah, last year. I mean, that was, uh, like, the locker room was so different uh, at Evolve over a year ago now. Mm-hmm. And pretty much everyone that was in the locker room was a really close friend of mine before I'd gotten to Evolve based on uh, my history with Beyond Wrestling. Right. And pretty much all of them uh, are signed to uh, the WWE now. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I, I guess it's kind of like there's a trend showing as to where everyone ended up. But um, that was very special for me. And, like, there was a sense of purpose uh, as to why I was there. And, and it's only gone uphill now. I mean, every every trip with a ball is something that, like, I mean, it, it's... 
very special for me. It's my company now, and you know, I, I hold it very near and dear to my heart. Well, what's different about the locker room per se? Like, is it personality types? Is it uh, relationships? Is it so now? It, I mean, it could. This could be just my perception of it, and like me being where I'm at now. But when I first got to Evolve, it was like top tier independent wrestlers that were like on the cusp of making as much money as they wanted, signing wherever they wanted. Um, and now, it, it, to me, it seems like it's a lot of guys who are about to break through that cusp and um, need to get like that, uh, that one little match or moment or segment that'll put them into that scenario. But that, that also could be me um, not really realizing that the people that I'm around and myself included are that new level of top tier independent wrestler. I'm not sure. I don't know which one it is, but um, it, it's, yeah, you know, we had Riddle and Keith and um, you know, Stokely and yeah. you know, so many, so many of these good guys, hot Walter, sauce. Walter, Hot Sauce, yeah. and they were all like my best buds and like travel buddies and you know, they all left and now it's like me and Theory and uh, AG yeah. and uh, Kingston, you know. So I don't know. I don't know if it's uh, you know. I don't know if we're taking over that top tier or what it is. I think. I think uh, bouncing off what you're saying, like last year you were in the shoes that I'm in now, mm -hmm. but you were the only guy in those shoes. Yeah. But for me, I feel like it's like a real competitive locker room now because mm -hmm. I'm not the only new guy that signed. The guy that I wrestled, Stephen Wolf. Uh, him and I killed it in Detroit, and that got him a contract. Uh, Kurt Stallion had one weekend in New York. He killed it. He got signed two months later. Yeah. Uh, they signed uh, Leon Rupp. Like, everyone was getting picked up. It's a really good like, point. So it's like, you were the, the one new guy in there, which I'm sure is, like, tough being... Yeah, I mean, the, it, was, it, was like, you can school. it was like the guy who had a lot of potential who... Who had like a possible future with all of these like studs? Yeah. And, and, yeah. and now we're we're rebuilding. We're, right. We're bringing in the fucking the, the top tier. Yeah. The, the new the new crop of the best wrestlers on the planet. Well, I, now with your characters and what you bring, a lot of controversies kind of circled this week. Not necessarily uh, for Evolve, but creative freedom and being able to be yourself and without feeling like you're bound sure. by it. Um, does do you feel like that's this is going to be something that more the independents that are being signed are going to fight more for uh, in that because it's not necessarily just about money and it's not just about exposure it's artistic because you guys are artists in every sense of the word it's not just a sport it's uh, entertainment so what's your voice I, on that i mean this is just i'm just going to say this and then you can do whatever the hell you want like, <laughs> for me like the people who are just like oh i need my artistic freedom and like i don't care about the money that that's you know it, it's a little weird to me. Hmm. You can't you can't go into work and talk to your boss and say, hey man, I need to turn my work in when the hell I want my work to be turned in, and you're still gonna pay me what I want you to pay me. You know, it, we got a very good luxury of asking what we want for our job. Mm -hmm. So it's our job to do what the promoter says. You want to lose, lose. Don't don't sit there and complain about losing. Yeah. Um, but Ag, take it away because he's probably got a better answer than me. Um. <laughs> For me, like when it comes to like freedom and expression, like I'm not all artsy about it and like, oh no, I need to be able to paint the canvas the way I want. But I am very much like, they're not telling me who to be. Mm -hmm. I'm being who I am. And that's what got me noticed. Right. So 
there's no reason why they should change what I'm doing. Right. If that's what's working, let's keep it going. And I think that's how he's picking up on people. He's not telling Kurt Stelling, hey, you can't be the Lone Star. You can't be the Kurt Stelling yeah. you are. He's not telling Brandy Lauren, like, hey, you need to be smiling this whole time. Yeah. Like, we're being exactly who we are when we show up. He legit, uh, he has a pronouns pal, right? That's pronouns, a pal. It's a podcast thing. Josh here, <laughs> he legit has a very close-knit circle in wrestling. He comes in, he says his hellos because that's a professional thing to do. But 90% of the time, he's just going to be on his own doing his thing. Um, me, on the other hand, I feel like I'm kind of a social butterfly. But that's just that's what I present in the ring is who I am in the, in the locker room. Mm-hmm. It's who I am right now. Right. Really? Uh, and he being Gabe Spilsky. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so. yeah. And, uh, Gabe has become not just my boss, but a, a very close buddy of mine. And... Uh, a mentor. Yeah. W- without without Gabe, I would probably be stuck in a in a rut of not knowing who I am. And uh, I mean, there were there was a there was a really good conversation I had with him. It was one of my first weekends, and he told me that I have the caliber to be a main event uh, wrestler. But main event wrestlers, the guys who make the money, are the guys who know what their character will do at every moment in every match, no matter what the situation is. Mm. And after that, I sat down and I really poked and pried and prodded and tried to figure out who I was with him uh, guiding me and figuring out, like, especially for me, I know it's different for AG because he has such an uh, eccentric character and it's something so tangible and and you see him, you know it instantly. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I have a sort of thing like that, but it took me a long time to figure out who I am as a human being, Mm -hmm. just normal Josh. And then um, to evolve that into the character that is Josh Briggs now that I think like it's still, there's still so much evolving to go, no pun intended, but um, with Gabe, he's really figured out who I am Mm -hmm. and led me to the right path, I think. Okay, well, and at the same time, the most successful characters are yourself. Yeah. Turned up to 11, right? So where did the transition from all good to retrosexual, for those that maybe haven't been following, because, you know, I'm I'm following the referee turned all good, and then I, I flip the switch and I'm like, I have to make sure that I'm the same Facebook friend as the person that I thought I was and, and this change in, in evolution, but you said it's a lot of you. How did that come about? Oh, so yeah, the, you say it was like a flip of a switch. That's yeah. Like, that's exactly what it was. Yeah. Uh, in like mid-late 2017, probably close around the time we did the interview, yeah. uh, I was like, I'm not going to say I was on the verge of quitting wrestling, but I, I thought about it. I was like, mm-hmm. like I'm just too far into it. Nothing's going on for me. I'll get opportunities, but nothing's coming of them after the fact. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a long talk with a few people in a group chat. Uh, they said, you're not as jacked as Brian Cage. You're not as athletic as AR Fox, but you have a lot of character. What can you do to separate yourself from everyone else? And as a complete, like, just on a whim, I said, what about the retrosexual? And I didn't have any explanation for it right away until uh, it piqued interest. And I said, I like it. What is that? And I had answers right away. So I actually just did a podcast recently where I hate when people say, uh, it's super cliche. One day you're just going to wake up and you're going to get it. It's going to click for you. Mm-hmm. But they have no explanation how or why. Mm-hmm. But it's the truest thing in the world. That day I woke up, it popped in my head, I had ideas for it. And I think the most important thing was um, I didn't let it simmer. This was December 2017 and I didn't sit on the idea. Mm-hmm. I just went out. Uh, I think Josh was the first person, or one of the first people I sent the picture to. I just went to the barber, shaved the mustache on my face, 
guys. And while some people were like, oh my God, what did you do? His response quote was, I love it. Don't let anyone else tell you otherwise. So like, or he said it was awesome. Same, same idea, yeah, paraphrasing right. a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then there's just like, I think I needed a lot of that um, positivity, I guess, and yeah. push. Uh, because there were plenty of times, like I had the worst gut feeling in my stomach when I first started doing it. What was it about it? Uh, it was just like, oh, why do why, why do I have to be this character? Why can't I just be the the wrestler I want to be? Like, mm. why is this gonna help me? Why can't I see? Uh, just to use a few guys, like the guy like Christian Casanova has really found something mm -hmm. here. Like, he gets to just be the badass he wants to be. Yeah. Josh just gets to be the ass kicker he wants to be. Like, why do I have to be this flamboyant, fun character? Like, I just want to. I, I could wrestle. I'm a good wrestler. Let me just mm -hmm. wrestle. But like at the same time, I was told. Um, sorry for making this so long-winded. I was Oops. told that my character could make a lot of money in wrestling, but could never be a main eventer. Mm -hmm. Um, which I think I've proved wrong, and uh, also, we all know what pro wrestling is. <laughs> it's a show. <laughs> wins, kayfabe. Oh, brother, wins. Wins don't matter. Belts are belts. They're yeah. props. Yeah. The only way to decide whether or not you're a great pro wrestler is based on money. Yeah. So if I can make a ton of money yeah. wrestling, do it. And it's because I have a mustache and I make people dance uh, like it's 1992, then. That's what I'm gonna do. Well, do it, and do it, and do it well. Uh, and that's exactly what the both of you guys have been doing. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only five $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Where we are here uh, in Toronto, um, first time competing for Smash? Yeah, first, right? time, first time? Uh, Smash, yeah. yeah. Second time wrestling in Toronto. Oh, this is my like millions time. Well, because I know you've, you've done some shows with Beyond. Yeah. Um, I, Beyond and then Greek Town, I think they collaborated. Yeah, yes. Yep. yes, yes, we previewed that. We previewed that on the show on the on the website. Um, but how did you find your experience uh, tonight? Tonight, uh, tonight and here. was great. You know, yeah. I mean, it, it's something it, outsider's perspective, uh, and by outsider, I mean American. Mm -hmm. um, Smash was something that's like very unique and very neat in the production, the lighting, the crowd interaction, the, the professional wrestlers on the show, um, the booking, everything is like a step above most in America. Mm -hmm. And it was something that I was, it was one of those bucket listers that I wanted to get off. And there's not many bucket listers I have. Um, and uh, it, it, it's great. It was really uh, one of my favorite experiences in Canada. Yeah, do you, uh, hopefully the opportunity kind of presents itself. Um, I, I don't want to toot any horns, but I know if I've had a chance to you know, promote and say, you know, Anthony Green, Josh Briggs, they, they need to come up here. Who's the one guy that you need to, or guys they need to come? I, I make sure to try and make that known that you guys are a special talent. You're not far. Um, and when we say not far, friends being limitless wrestling and in Maine. And uh, how did 
how did this kind of all come full circle? How did the connection between because there's some guys that are regulars with Smash yeah. that that are with uh, Randy and on the show and they're the Buffalo Boys and mm-hmm. um, how have those experiences been and, and you've got some things going on um, between I guess Limitless and so how, how how did the connectivity to come here happen? Um, for me, I think it's the fact that like. Last year was kind of the coming out party for the retrosexual, and this year I kind of like solidified my spot in indie wrestling, and I've been getting a lot of really awesome opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Smash just saw that and saw what I was doing in, in Beyond, and they're entertained with what I'm doing in Limitless Wrestling. Um, and I think it just kind of worked out right that they wanted the the retrosexual and the Platinum Honeys act <laughs> as a whole, and uh, they gave them a cool little package deal today. And, had a lot of fun with uh, Evil Uno, yes. first time I ever matched, so yeah. that was pretty cool for me. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's a little bit different. Um, I've been talking with Sebastian for a long time, and it's always, and this is a lot of professional wrestlers, it's the, um, I got these dates for you, oh, I'm sorry, I've already taken these dates, or there was an evolved date that I couldn't come yeah. up for, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Um, but what really solidified it and what I think like really made Sebastian want to like get me here as a necessity was uh, I wrestled for FLQ in uh, Montreal mm-hmm. and uh, I was <laughs> I, I don't know why I mean me and him had a great match but uh, uh, before this but PCO it was his last match and the promoters asked him who he wanted to wrestle and he said it had to be Josh Briggs give him any amount of money you want. Wow. And um, he, yeah, I met Sebastian for the first time and he stuck around and watched the match and we got to um, talk shop for a little bit and yep. you know, it, it all kind of clicked at that moment and then we, we lined up this date. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. And you know, friends coming together in one night. The Northern, we're the, I think the intention of the Northern is to kind of be the Canadian version of uh, the Bola, really. Yeah. So, and, and I think, uh, the second year running, big names came out. Big names came out this year. Um, Toy Dragon. Yeah. Jeez. That, that doesn't happen every, every day. No. no. <laughs> um, so, you know, we're just past the midway point of 2019. Where do you see the evolution continuing for Josh Briggs? Um, I'm pretty much, my goals, I'm going to win the Evolve Championship, and then I'm going to sign a contract with the WWE, and then I'm going to... You know, take over the world. That's that's you shoot for the moon, man. Land amongst the stars, as they say, right? Yeah. Uh, for me, same thing. I'm gonna win the Evolve Championship and then get Ooh. signed by Ohio State and <laughs> take over the world. No, but in all seriousness, uh, Northern Hemisphere. Yeah, you know. Yeah, of uh, I'm really excited uh, for what I'm doing in Evolve. Um, I think it's gonna be really awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, just all the talent's incredible. Like I said, with all the the new guys that are now signing, all the new guys coming in, it's a legit. It's, it's a competition. Everyone in the locker room is incredibly competitive. Not to mention a lot of the other guys that have been there forever are are so helpful yep. uh, as well. And hopefully down the line you're going to see me in the ring with an NXT guy, maybe a, a Velveteen Dream. Josh got to wrestle not only Cassius Ono this year, but mm-hmm. Johnny Gargano as well. So an opportunity like that for me would be huge, especially on a, such a stage like Evolve. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? 
Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Um, you've got TV production as opposed to not having that in, in other yeah. indie promotions. How do you, is there a way that you prepare for one as opposed to another? Do you make sure that you're focused towards hard cam? Do you make sure that your mat, your moves just kind of flow fluently? Or it, it's um, it's pretty much how you'd expect. Um, you're working more towards a camera. Uh, if you're on the ground selling, there's a roaming cam. Get a good face to the roaming cam. If you open your feet, you're working towards hard cam. Uh, there, there's sometimes some opportunities where you want to go to the, the crowd, um, especially like a, the biggest side of the crowd that's on the opposite hard cam side. But um, I mean, we prepare everything as if it was WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, Gabe has us all run through every, pretty much everything uh, beforehand to make sure there's no flubs. Um, and I've seen him go over entrances yeah. just to make sure. My, 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 my debut in uh, Chicago uh, over a year ago, I think I went through my entrance probably f seven times with my song, and then uh, Gabe finally decided we like this one, and now it's completely different. <laughs> wow, yeah. Um, now, when you are preparing and, and running through everything, um, what maybe maybe take us through us through the trip through your minds and what's going through as you're preparing the character as you're presenting it what changes from take to take to take to getting to number to seven that works or 12 or whatever it is what is it that you feel the nuance is that stands out makes one better than the other i i have my like um my thing that i do myself but I'll, I'll, I'll let him start and i think this is a very good if there's any professional wrestlers listening uh, i'll pass a little bit of knowledge on but you go ahead first oh uh, yeah so for me it's honestly kind of simple um who i am right now is who i am when i go to the ring mm -hmm. uh at like a flip of a switch um one second i'm on one side of the curtain and i'm just anthony green once i step through that curtain the retrosexuals is in the house mm -hmm. and uh, just it's literally flip the switch. Um, for me, I um, so when I was trying to figure out who Josh Briggs was uh, once upon a time, I started um, doing uh, like research into acting, mm -hmm. and uh, there's a lot of things that actors do to portray characters, and one of the questions is why are you doing everything? So every spot that I have, I have. Um, in my head, what before I go out there? Why am I doing this? Right. Why am I doing this? Why would my character do this? And then it evolves into why am I wrestling? <laughs> then it evolves into what do I need? What does Josh Briggs need? And then what does Josh Briggs want? And then it all comes together. Yeah, and that's something that it took me a long, uh, not a long time, but a, a decent amount of time to figure out. Uh, all of those reasons and every match is a little different tonight mm -hmm. my reason as to what i wanted was i wanted to win the tournament mm -hmm. um what i needed was i needed to perform at um the highest caliber possible and i needed a fight and i think the way you 
build that story in your mind and that character uh, necessity all kind of flows into the match and that's how a real story is told in a match but uh, that's just that's what I do uh, they actually brought something up so I listened to an interview uh, with is it Matt Stone the, the creators of South Park yes Matt Stone mm-hmm. and Trey Parker yes, Trey, Matt Stone uh, Matt Stone and Trey Parker and they did an interview and they asked how they put a South Park episode together and I think it goes so well with my character, or just any character in general, and in, in, in a match yeah. where, let's say, Butters buys a ninja sword instead of because this happened. It's always therefore this happened. Okay. And they, it's just an easier way to tell the story, and everything just kind of goes together better. Mm-hmm. Keeps moving along. So yeah. So Josh Briggs wants to win the the North. Therefore, he has to wrestle so and so. Therefore, this because of this, mm-hmm. you know. So everything kind of has a trickle down. Effect. Yes. Okay. Yeah. They're all interwoven. Super. Um, before I do let you guys go, because uh, I know you've probably got long enough track on your way, and I'm yeah. not sure what the weather's gonna be like. Uh, oh, don't say that. <laughs> we have the worst luck driving home from Canada. Oh, jeez. Oh, every time. Ice, oh. Sto- ice storms in April. It's oh. the worst. Yeah, I, I, we, I, I can't control the weather. I'm sorry, I wish I could. Um, but before we let you go, we do do a little game. Uh, we've done it before on the podcast. Uh, we, we call it Wrestling Tinder. If you like the topic, you swipe right. If you don't, you swipe left. But again, now that there's two of you, if the one person swipes right, the other person has to agree, even if they don't necessarily like the topic. Cool. Okay, so. So I'll let Josh be the swiper. Okay. Okay. Uh, I just want to say before this, <laughs> if there's any like pod, like potential podcasters out there that like want to start their own podcast, do something creative like this because I hate <laughs> with my soul, my whole heart, people that just ask the generic questions. Yeah. So be creative, and this is awesome. Oh, thank you, uh, and we hope you guys like this. So, intergender wrestling—it's it's got its ups, its downs. Main. Promotions are doing it, and some are wanting to touch it with a 10-foot pole. Thoughts, feelings? Oh, 100% swipe right. I love it. Um, I love storytelling in wrestling. That's what wrestling should be. Mm-hmm. And to me, you can tell one of the best stories between a guy and a girl. Okay. Uh, also, all for intergender wrestling. Um, I don't understand why they see it as such a negative. Women are just as much athletes as men. Mm-hmm. Um, I love to use uh, Chris Statlander and Kylie Ray. Uh, as two great examples of, they are not great women's wrestlers. They are great professional wrestlers. Mm-hmm. I saw Kylie Ray and Ethan Page tear it up at Freelance Wrestling. Mm-hmm. I've seen Chris Stat get kicked harder than I've ever seen anyone get kicked by John Silver. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. that's why she is where she is right now and, and beyond wrestling and limitless wrestling and everything else she's doing mm-hmm. in professional wrestling right now. Yeah. Um, you guys cross paths, I'm sure, with Ashley Vox? Yes, I've, uh, I've wrestled Ashley yeah, Vox. Yeah, she looks uh, diminutive and small, but she looks like she could do a lot of damage. She packs a punch. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, next question. Um, so we, we covered one area that is reflective of 2019. Um, another comments that have come out, not supportive and not inclusive, but there is a diversity of different types of wrestlers transgender, um, those that are double amputees, um, and those that have wrestled with one limb, and trying to to not be seen as, and I, I, I pardon the language if they use the term freak show, because they're different, 
Mm -hmm. um, do they have a place? Of course, Swi I swipe right. Oh, is, is, okay, so he's taking, uh, he's, 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 yeah, he's, he's got permission he to swipe. Has, he has okay. full, he has I, full <laughs> I'm, I'm swiping right on any type of inclusive uh, gender, um, you know, anything like that, amputee, any type of, a anything that people don't perceive as normal, mm -hmm. um, you know, that, that's normal. Mm -hmm. Human beings are normal. Everyone is their own person. You know, if, if AG, is attracted to the floor, who, who, who is anyone to judge him for liking what he likes? That's like walking down the street and having a haircut and someone being upset at you for having that haircut, you know? That's something that just, you know, people that are negative towards this topic um, are so close-minded um, and, uh, in my opinion, raised improperly. Um, everyone's unique, and I think wrestling is a form, an, an art form that uh, thrives off of uniqueness. Mm -hmm. So the more unique people that are in professional wrestling, the better professional wrestling is. Um, he, he basically said everything. I'm, I would swipe right as well, but <laughs> if, if I had the choice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that's, a big, that's a big one for me. I, I don't really get too fired up on topics, but that's one that I, I'm, I stand very firm on. Well, it, it's, you know, we, there is a very traditional mindset in, in keeping things very guarded, yep. and it needs to be. I mean, you look, you go far as go, go as far back as Gorgeous George, very effeminate in his manners, sure. right? But yet, a sunny kiss gets the kiss of death, you unfortunately. Know, I, and and how is one any different because they're open or a Nyla Rose, right? Or it's it's not like even so. We listen to a, a certain podcast from a, a Southern wrestling veteran. Oh, okay. Without saying any names, <laughs> and just like. The way he had to reference Sonny, like, Sonny's a, a great friend of ours. Yeah. Like... A great very, professional wrestler. On great, top of that. A great human it, being. Like, Sonny Kiss, it doesn't matter if Sonny, if Sonny likes boys, girls, both, none. Yeah. Sonny Kiss can legitimately beat up most dudes. Yeah. He's in, like, Jacked. the best shape of all time. So, it doesn't matter. And, and, then to, and then to defend it saying, oh, you want to reference Adrian Street? Yeah, Adrian Street was the exact same thing that Sonny Kiss was character-wise. Uh, uh, someone say, I think the term exotico is a, yeah. is a good term, um, or just exotic in general. I'm, I'm exotic in a sense, uh, myself, but like, be who you want to be. I, I, don't, I don't understand why there's this weird void in 2019 that you have to refer to someone as a transvestite or just any sort of negativity, yeah. um, like hate speech, uh, homophobic slurs. Uh, I've been I've been in a all-inclusive wrestling event in Rhode Island where a fan yelled uh, the F word and not talking about yeah, the yeah. common one, the, yeah. the real bad one. And Josh nearly killed the guy outside yeah. uh, because he asked him multiple times not to say it, and he just kept he he insisted on using the word. It was so cool seeing three pro wrestlers and seeing an entire crowd turn just back yeah. up everything that was happening yeah. and just that guy was public enemy number one at that point so seeing that knowing that there's still good in the world or seeing uh rick cataldo runs a matter of pride mm -hmm. uh it's a full gay pride wrestling show mm -hmm. um not everyone is gay or lesbian or mm -hmm. queer or or whatever by um i was even on a show before and it's it's we are all, we're all one. We're all supporting one goal, whether that be uh, your sexuality, if you have no limbs, or mm -hmm. if, if you 
uh, the sensory thing, like, I thought that was really cool as well. Um, that AEW was just Yeah, cool. so it's like, yeah, I'm a little off topic, but yeah. It's, it's okay. I'm, I'm all for it. Like, it's okay. Be who you want to be. I mean, like, this is something that not a lot of people know, but, like, it, maybe it'll pass on a little, like, knowledge and help someone change their mind, but Gorgeous George, uh, you, you touched on it, he was very effeminate and, and very flamboyant. The, the reason that Muhammad Ali did promos, he was one of the best promo like artists in boxing history. It's the reason he made all that money. The reason he did that was because he was a professional wrestling fan and he loved Gorgeous George. Mm -hmm. So if Muhammad Ali can like someone like that, you are a real low-life piece of garbage if, if like the best boxer of all time models his career off of a professional wrestler and you can't get behind that yeah go die yeah <laughs> um we say this because it's june 1st it's pride month yeah. you know yeah. and, and it's really important i think the message being shared thank you again guys oh, for your yeah. time for your energy uh, i'm hoping our paths cross again yes, and, will. and we will come up with a more interesting game maybe the match game I'll explain that another time. Cool. Um, and uh, thanks again, and take care. Uh, on behalf of the retro stretch, the retrosexual Anthony Green, and uh, he probably just doesn't like anyone. Uh, Josh Briggs. Uh, this is Mark Madison for the Pro Wrestling Post podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the Pro Wrestling Post podcast with your host Mark Madison. Once again, please visit prowrestlingpost.com for interviews, blogs, and upcoming events in your area. And be sure to download the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Anchor, or whatever podcast app you prefer.